You are now listening to The Good NBA Podcast, a podcast by Next Season Sports Media. Ciao and hello. Welcome into The Good NBA Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Drew Wade. Here with me, as always, is the best player to ever wear number two for Blackman High School Ultimate Frisbee, Brandon Swam. How are you doing today? Sure, I'm doing great. Uh, that means a lot coming from you. Uh, the number two kind of hurts right now because we did finish second in our tournament this weekend. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, lost in the finals. Oh, that's, that's awesome, though. That's true. I mean, came in as a two seed, so can't be too mad about it, you know? Yeah, I mean but, that's that's pretty good, man. Finishing second. Yeah, a lot of lot of wins, five and one on the on the tourney. So, but it's good to be here. Uh, we have a new NBA champion, so it's a great time to talk on the Good NBA podcast. Definitely, definitely. So we got a good episode lined up for us today. Uh, for the first time in Good NBA podcast history, we are going to have a guest on, and I believe he is with us now, Mister. Uh, Chris Bartol, a college friend of mine. Chris, can you hear us? Hey, Drew, how's it going, man? Good. How are you doing, Chris? I can't complain. Happy to be here. Awesome, man. So we wanted to get you on sort of as an uh, uh, apology to the Bucks franchise and fan base as a whole. Uh, I think both of us definitely underestimated the Bucks a little bit coming into this series. So we just want to give you the floor for a minute and let you go ahead and do some flexing. That's all right. I'll go ahead and say this. The Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions, and it's well-deserved. That being said, I was ready to fire Coach Bud three or four different times throughout these playoffs, and <laughs> I can totally understand where some of the hate was coming from. Um, if you watched the Nets series, it seemed like KD. I know he had like, it seemed like three games where he had 45-plus points. first two games of the finals, Devin Booker just went absolutely off. So for some reason – Seemed like the Bucks were going to blow it or just let these guys hang around. So I completely get myself points in that five, uh, game six. The block, the dunk, just dominating. I mean, the stat line of, I think, 35.2 points per game. Insane defense all around. And then, I mean, get Chris and Drew really step up as a role player. Really, everybody just did their job. So. Yeah, that was a. You bring up uh, being ready to fire Coach Bud three or four different times. I think that was pretty prevalent throughout the whole fan base uh, from what I saw like on social media and stuff. like People were just so up and down about him. <laughs> I think we both had some questions we want to ask, uh, so I guess I'll go ahead and start. So obviously, uh, for good first round against the Heat, swept them. And then you come into the second round against the Nets. Obviously, that's everybody's favorite team all throughout the season coming into the playoffs. Uh, start out 0-2, and it's looking real, real rough, especially after game two, almost losing by, f- losing by almost 40 points. So uh, how, did you, uh, how did you feel about the Bucks at that point? Yeah, I thought, I thought they were dead in the water, just like yeah. everybody else. I was kind of like, well, <laughs> we're going to get swept. This is um, not a lot of hope, but I don't know. It's one of those where you hate to see the injuries series particularly just because Brooklyn had the home court advantage yeah and then like even with all that stuff that went wrong for Brooklyn you know that game seven if KD's foot is back like a, f- a few inches he one foot three. yeah yeah and then that's her too game, game seven but yeah shoe is a half size smaller we're talking about this a lot <laughs> differently the Bucks, oh yeah man the Bucks failed again Coach Bud's fired. Immediately. Uh, they were talking about other candidates for coaching positions that they were going to yeah. bring in. Absolutely. Yeah, like Rick Carlisle and others like that. Uh, Chris, I wanted to ask you, uh, I understand you're a Packers and a Brewers fan. Where does this championship rank among Wisconsin titles? Well, so the Brewers don't have one, so I'll tell you right now. <laughs> um, it's weird because I was uh, – Yes, probably 14 years old when Green Bay won theirs. It was almost kind of like my homes with the Chiefs. You just assumed they're going to be back and get another. Like yeah, 
that being said, football is my sport. That Super Bowl will mean more. But I, this was awesome. Very happy. Um, Sharks happened to go to work the night. Not a lot of sleep, but <laughs> it's good for Milwaukee. Great for Deer District. Absolutely. Yeah. How about that? Fifty thousand people or something like that outside the stadium. That's insane. I mean, I remember when the Predators were in the Stanley Cup Finals a couple of years back. Like Nashville was cool, but it wasn't that packed. Oh yeah, definitely couldn't compare to that. What was whatever the whatever the Jurassic Park that Toronto. Yeah, when Jurassic Park and District, it's kind of too like. Look at this. This is awesome. Yeah, and Deer District is drawing that kind of crowd without Drake. So, I mean, that's something Jurassic Park had going for it is that Drake was there. So, of course, that's going to do yeah. a lot more. Yeah, I think we had Gucci Mane, but I think he was inside the stadium. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's not He's not a man of the people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. well, all right, Chris. Uh, I, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, again, m- Apologies from both of us for underestimating the Bucks, not taking them uh, seriously in the series. I mean, we didn't seriously. think they would flop coming out. I said they would probably lose in seven, but man, they seriously changed both <laughs> of our minds. And uh, they're a super fun team to watch. So I'm happy for you and all the other Bucks fans. Uh, jealous. Absolutely. Wish I could. Wish I could have been my Sixers, but hey, it just wasn't our year. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to come back on next year once I uh, go back to back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll yes, sir. We'll see <laughs> Love your confidence. Take it easy. See you, Chris. There you have it. That was uh, our first guest, Chris Bartol. Uh, stand in for all Milwaukee Bucks fans and organization personnel. Uh, so, yeah. Congratulations to the Bucks winning in six. Uh, Want to touch on yeah. a predict? Want to touch on a prediction that I made for that game? Uh, I said that the Suns would be down at halftime and they would come back and win, and we would get the taco promotion. Well, I got the taco promotion right. Uh, Bucks were down at half, came back and won. So the world got free Doritos Locos tacos the next day. Did you partake in that, Brendan? I did not, Drew. Did you? Did you go get one? I- <laughs> You know, you'd think I would have, being the guy that talked about it so much. <laughs> I did not go out and do that. <laughs> But, you That's know, it, uh, it is what it is. Missed opportunity there. Um, <laughs> anything else Anything else you want to talk about for the uh, finals before we move forward? No, this was just a classic. And this is definitely a big legacy piece for Giannis, uh, as Chris was saying, um, and for the whole city. We'll see if they ever can do it again, but you know, maybe every fifty years sounds about right for Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we got Chris on next year for uh <laughs> for the back to back. Um but yeah, it really was a great series and uh it really sucks that people didn't really seem so interested in the series because it's Milwaukee and Phoenix, but uh if they they missed out, I think. So for sure. A lot, I mean, a lot of great players were in the series and, you know, guys that hadn't been on the spotlight yet. So Definitely. All right. So uh, that was the 2021 NBA Finals. Uh, congratulations again to Chris and the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> now we're going to move on to uh, the second movie corner segment this week. Yeah, the more, more pressing issue. Yes, the more pressing issue. What the people really came to this podcast for. Uh, As promised, we will be discussing Space Jam, uh, New Legacy, starring LeBron James. Brendan, you got the absolute treat of watching that movie since last we spoke. (laughs) What were your thoughts? (laughs) Drew, not only did I watch the movie since last time we spoke, I watched it today before the podcast. And I got to say, I made it. I made it through about an hour, 10 minutes before it got me. And I was just like, I can't handle it anymore. Yeah, man. It, uh, what were they doing? I I don't know, man. I mean, people were like, well, the first one was bad too. And it's a kid's movie. So why are you complaining so much? But like, come on, man. I've seen good kids movies before. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. first one had great talent. You had Bill Murray in it. 
and uh, the dude from Jurassic Park uh, that yeah. tries to steal the information, you know? And, yeah, right. And I feel like you actually get to meet the characters in the first one, like the Looney Tunes. Whereas yeah. in this one, it was just like, like cartoon nonsense and really, really bad acting. Yeah, man. I mean, the acting was pretty atrocious. Um, you touched on the first one had some like other stars in it, like Bill Murray and guy from Jurassic Park that neither of us know his name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this one had Don Cheadle in it. And I got to say, this was not a good piece for the Don Cheadle legacy. Gosh, this is rough for Don Cheadle. Al- <laughs> yeah. Algorithm or algorithm was yeah. his character uh, in the movie. That was rough. Man. Yeah. I mean, the movie starts with uh, the this first scene, which feels like a State Farm commercial, uh, where LeBron <laughs> is with his fake Bron and Bronny uh, shooting hoops. And then they're talking about how the kid needs wants to be into video games and go to game camp instead of basketball camp. We're spoiling this one, Drew. No one needs to see it. Yeah, we're saving uh, you, actually. Yes, uh, from watching this one, um, and so you jumped, you jump right into this like weird corporation where this terrible algorithm character, uh, played by Don Cheadle, takes over, and you're left with LeBron actually having the best acting in the movie, I would say, despite it being terrible. Yep. <laughs> yep. He definitely made me laugh still a couple times. I will say that. Um, Because he really did. He put it all into this movie. I'm, I'm, I gotta be honest. He he was trying, Drew. But definitely was trying. And you could tell he was trying, but that doesn't exactly mean that the end result was. I have two notes, (laughs) two notes for this movie. Uh, Oh no, it's bad. And then, oh no, it's really bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, at the beginning, you're like, "This isn't great. This is this is bad." But I'm sure it's gonna get better. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. after a little bit, you're not so sure anymore. It's like, okay, let's just see how much worse this really gets. <laughs> and the Looney Tunes are like barely they're like background characters in this movie. Yeah, which sucks because like that's what's interesting in the movie. Well, that was the most interesting part of the movie to me. It was the Looney Tunes. Yeah. For sure. And like that interaction with how, you know, in the first one, at least how Michael Jordan got there and how he has to come to terms basically, you know, with the situation that was kind of the humor in it and what made it, you know, goofy and laughable. This movie just tried way too hard to set up some plot that just doesn't work at all Mm, and spent zero time on the characters. Yeah, it was a real bummer. Uh, a lot of hype going into it. Like you said, LeBron poured a lot of his efforts into it. And uh, I don't know. Just... Yeah. The, the pressing question on Twitter, Drew, uh, does this affect LeBron's legacy when it comes to him <laughs> versus Jordan? You know, and I, I, I think say yes. you can make a, yeah, you can definitely <laughs> make a good case for that. Cause I don't know. Jordan's performance, you know, Jordan very obviously wasn't an actor in uh, the first Space Jam movie. And he w- he didn't seem to try to be. He was just, you know... Right. He was being Michael, he was being Michael Jordan. Yeah. And, uh, Whereas LeBron's, yeah. like, playing this character. Yeah. Of LeBron James. and Right. Man. And then, really if you just... Com- if you compare their stat lines, I mean, Jordan had a much better <laughs> stat line in the first one. <laughs> so, I think... Uh, That's this true. About seal- that is- this about seals the GOAT debate for me, honestly. Yeah, I mean, not much basketball in the movie at all, really. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> a lot more talk about, you know, technology and stuff. And I, I guess they're trying to reach this generation of kids uh, right. that's playing games and stuff. But I don't, I can't see this one being a classic, I got to say. No, people are still talking about the first Space Jam now. I don't think in 25 years or whatever, there's going to be a lot of talk about uh, Space Jam, a new legacy. <laughs> and so many iconic moments in the first Space Jam. Uh, exactly. Like the opening title sequence with we're playing basketball coming after the conversation with young Mike and his dad. And it really kind of works in that one. Mm-hmm. And then he runs up to the free throw line to dunk and they transition. and They literally tried all the same moves in this one, but it just fell flat. 
Yeah, this one it felt more like LeBron James worship at the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, literally, yeah. He's just so, LeBron James is incredible, and like, it kind of yeah. like taints it for you when you know LeBron had such a big part in making the movie. Like, not just <laughs> being in it. <laughs> it's like, That's okay, true, man. <laughs> You're kind of tooting your own horn a little bit here. Right. I mean, I guess I guess you get the right to do that a little bit when you're LeBron James and you're, you know, one of the best basketball players of all time. But still, yeah, not not impressed with not a impressed. new legacy. Nope. And that that's our first uh, that's our first thumbs down here on uh, Movie Corner on the Good NBA Podcast. So, uh, yeah, if you got any movies, if you, <laughs> four thumbs down, definitely. If you got any movies you want us to do in this segment in the future you can uh add us on twitter reach out to us another way uh whatever whatever works best for you because uh, this is certainly not going away we know the people want movie reviews in their basketball podcasts it is the off season uh, what better it time isn't... to talk about the movies exactly exactly so speaking of which uh finals are over it is the off season time for Free agents to move around. Time for some big trades to happen. So let's get time into for the draft. About time for the draft, which is in just a few days, right? When is that? Yes, sir. Ooh, I want to say so, Thursday, but I don't go. I feel like it was five days yesterday, so Thursday I think makes sense. That's just don't a very... quote me on that either. <laughs> yeah, just a guess. Uh, but the some, draft is coming up this week. Can I can I throw a sleeper at you? I love Drew. Uh, that isn't Let's getting enough love and is falling on draft boards. Uh, Davion Mitchell, the point guard for Butler, is NBA ready right now. And he has NBA range from three. And he's a great distributor, a great uh, drive and kick guy. He's my favorite player in the draft. Uh, okay, I would we're... guarantee him to be a good NBA pro. Wow, that is, that's, a hot, that's hot right there. That's guaranteed to be a good NBA pro. That's and Nobody's okay, talking so... about it. No, where where do you see him in like mock drafts and stuff? Where do people think he's going right now? I'm seeing him around seven to the Warriors. Okay. Um, and I I like the fit. He's a good defensive player as well. Uh, but he's just one of those players. Like he led a team to an NCAA championship. Um, very Victor Oladipo esque. And I, I okay. can't see him turning out bad, Drew. He just has everything you would want in an NBA guard. And those little guards are so important. We found out with Trey Young this year. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we sure did find that out. Or even uh, Cameron but, uh, Payne. Yeah, you know, Payne, like uh, having a second a guy off the bench. Analyst. Yeah. Kept a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, if you're the Pistons, obviously they're not going to do this. I don't think, but would you take him over uh, Cade Cunningham? I genuinely like him more as a player than Cade Cunningham. Wow. I will say that. Yes. And very easy, very Damian Lillard vibes. Uh, just like the guard that gets underappreciated. That was great in college. All right. Well, Whereas uh, Cade Cunningham seems unproven to me. Uh, I think a better pick would be uh, Green. Yeah, I think he's uh, being predicted to go second right now, I think. Yeah. To the Rockets. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys heard it here first. If that turns out that, uh, what's his name? (laughs) Davion (laughs) Mitchell? Davion Mitchell. If he turns out to be a better NBA player than Cade Cunningham, then uh, you heard it here first on The Good NBA Podcast. So be watching out for him. But I have a question for you. Does the NBA have room for two D Mitchell superstars? We already have one. <laughs> well, there are so many jokes during NCAA tournament about them being related. And they kind of play like each other, too. And he wears the same number in college. Oh, did so, he really? I didn't know that. He absolutely did. Yeah. So he definitely notices it as well. I'll say that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you think you're seeing him going around seventh to Golden State? So that kind of yeah, but is a he's good... falling. It's falling still. Okay. Yeah. 
man, uh, we'll see where that ends up. But that was kind of a good segue into one of the uh, uh, trades, trade uh, situations I want to talk about. So apparently Golden State is actively shopping that pick along with their 15th, 14th, 14th. 14th, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, they're shopping both of those picks. Uh, they want a proven vet that can uh, allow them to win as soon as next year. So where where do you think are some good uh, spots for that? Where do you think they should be uh, trying to deal those picks? Yeah, you got to think who could uh, go to the Warriors right now and help them win a championship. I'm hearing like Bradley Beal thrown out. Yes. Uh, but that's honestly... The, that's the name I've heard the most. I I don't know if I would... I don't know if that works. Clay, Bradley Beal, and Steph. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. That's just so much like shooting and scoring. Like, is that really gonna? Yeah, and and you have to give up Wiggins, obviously, uh, in the yeah. deal for it to work. But I I don't know, Drew. I I wouldn't do that if I was Golden State. I would kind of ride it out and see what superstars are kind of struggling through the first half of the season and get a deal before the deadline, maybe. Yeah, I think we that, saw how that uh, works getting Drew Holiday. Yeah, uh, worked really well for both. I guess both parties. I was gonna say worked really well for Drew Holiday with that huge bag of money that he got. But I mean, the Bucks just won the championship, so there you go. Worked for both sides. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think they were being more aggressive about shopping those picks originally. I think I had heard them. I had heard it talked about. You know those picks and Wiggins for Ben Simmons plus some other stuff. But uh, now it seems like they're kind of all in on Bradley Beal with those uh, assets. Like if they don't get him, like they'll probably do what you said and just wait it out. But yeah, yeah, that's just a good point. Like how does he fit on this team? Like, I don't know. Uh, and from an asset perspective, obviously you make the deal for, you know, two unproven draft picks if you can get it. Um, right. But, I mean, Bradley Beal is definitely worth <laughs> seven yeah. and fourteen, right? So yeah, and it shows a lot about the Wizards. They're definitely shopping right now. I've seen uh, suspected stuff for Westbrook as well, Drew. Yeah, yeah. So stuff I've seen for Westbrook, he's been linked to uh, the Lakers actually, who are chasing a veteran point guard in the trade market. Apparently, uh, I, that's another one. I don't know. I don't know about the spacing that are that's going to result from that one. Uh, for Westbrook and the Lakers, it will be. Uh, they'll never have to worry about playmaking again, though. That's so. True, I, yeah. I think I think that one works. Honestly, I just think that team would be tenacious. You know, just too much talent on the court at one time. Um, yeah, people are also talking about Chris a, Paul. Chris Paul, yeah. That's another. That's another big one. That's one we've talked about actually. The, the bowling buddies uh, linking up Chris Paul, getting to go play with LeBron. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll get another celebrity invitation. Yeah, and that's that's great for our brand because we've you've been talking up <laughs> celebrity invitation <laughs> bowling game so much. So that would be huge for us. Um, Definitely so, have to do a yeah. live episode of the next Super Clash. Oh yeah, we will. Um, I'll probably be uh, a little little preview in the future here. I'm gonna try to start streaming on Twitch eventually, but you know, if there's another celebrity bowling event going hey. on, you know, we're gonna get together. We're gonna stream that bad boy. You already know. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, you heard it here. I'm holding you to that, Drew. All right, all right. I mean, I just gotta <laughs> work out the logistics of getting all the stuff it takes to be streaming, but definitely something I want to look into growing part of our uh, next season sports media brand but be on the lookout um so we talked about beal talked about wizards looks like they could be in if i mean if they're trading beal and westbrook they'll be in full rebuild mode obviously for sure but um but still nothing official has come out from beal uh requesting a trade yet so that remains to be seen yeah the only trade i have seen that actually went down uh was bledsoe uh, getting traded to the Kings, I believe. Um, we... I th- that happened. This oh, trade just happened like ten minutes before uh, we started recording. Actually, yeah, uh, I think no, I think he went to uh, the, the 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 
Grizzlies. Oh, the Grizzlies. I believe, oh, I believe the Grizzlies traded uh, Valanciunas to uh, New Orleans for Bledsoe and Steven Adams. But then I saw I got another notification that Bledsoe doesn't plan to stay with the Grizzlies. So interesting. Okay, well that's probably good because I can't see that working. I I guess the Grizzlies are just taking on his contract in exchange to move up in the draft. Did they really give up Valanciunas though? They did. They sent Valanciunas, the number seventeen and the number fifty-one pick for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and the number ten and more. Wow. It says. I don't know what the and more is, but oh, okay, okay, probably cash considerations. He usually yeah. makes his player around that. Some basketballs. Yeah, whatever you can get to get the slider to go in two games. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My second round pick for the next five years. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although the slider uh, in 2K, I feel like that's a much more reasonable uh, way to see like a realistic trade than the trade machine on uh, NBA.com or whatever. True. That one is true. straight up cheeks. You know how I know this. I I did Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard straight up. And it was successful. Said no? So, <laughs> no, it was successful. Oh, okay. And as much as as much as I as a 76ers fan would love that. Uh, I'm thinking about sending a screenshot of that to Daryl Morey. Uh, just be like, hey, check this out, man. You might want to give this a look. Don't know if you thought right. about this. <laughs> um that would never happen in a million years. <laughs> Okay, so but we've been watching Team USA, Drew. Um, oh boy, are we still all in on Damian Lillard? Um, as a Sixers fan, were we? Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking I. Okay, okay. But Heard. I'm going to pretend like think, I'm not a Sixers fan. Like, I'm going to pretend like I'm not a Sixers fan. And be like, man, Dame sucks. I don't know. You better trade him while you can. Get some value. <laughs> get something for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you get here's a Ben Simmons. If you, yeah, I'm, that's the best we can do. <laughs> but we're gonna need some more. Ben's so young. <laughs> nope, I, I think it's going the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> uh, I think no, you gotta but, give the keys I mean, for a couple of years. But I mean, Dame actually is another guy. He has still hasn't come out and requested to trade yet so that's gonna be something interesting to uh monitor going forward um are there any other True. trade scenarios for dame that you have seen that sound actually like feasible nothing that i would consider if i was a blazers gm at this point i mean yeah. you have to get some significant value for him he's a top 10 player right. and i'm not seeing i'm not seeing anybody like that or anybody, maybe Oklahoma City has like the picks to do like the giant trade, but why would they? Oh, there's yeah. no team to put around. Right. I mean, it would just be Damon. That's it over there. I mean, yeah. I mean, they got Gregorius Alexander and Lou Dort, I yeah. guess. But yeah, I don't, true. I don't think anything to that group makes them a championship. Definitely team. doesn't move him at all up or down in the West. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like you said, Thunder do have like a gazillion picks over the next few years. So they'll make a move. They'll do something. <laughs> or they'll have the youngest team in NBA history. Yeah, they're gonna have to so. <laughs> they're gonna just be all rookies and that's it. <laughs> um, Trade everything. One that one that I've seen for Dame is to the Nuggets, because obviously if you're the Nuggets, you would love to pair Dame with Jokic. Uh, okay. So that would be a package uh, centered around Jamal Murray. I'm not sure what else they would have to include in that, but uh, is that okay. something you as a Blazers fan or putting on the GM suit would be interested in potentially? Well, considering I'm sure we get more assets than just Jamal, especially I mean, coming yeah, off the it'll injury. It'll be a lot more than Jamal picks, other lesser players. We've seen sure. Jamal be a great crunch time playoff scorer before. Um, and so if you can improve your team and pretty much keep all the same things Dame does, you have to get a good, you know, load of other stuff. But if you can do that, yeah, absolutely. You take that. Yeah, I think that would be I'm down on Dame right now. Are you from this Team USA experience? True. Truly. Yeah. I mean, I'm 
I'm pretty down on the entire Team USA. Let's take a break from uh, trade talks for a minute. Let's talk about this dumpster fire we got going on at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. That is Team USA. Uh, what what the heck is going on, man? What the heck is going on? So we play France, and uh, we talked about this game last week, and we kind of forgot Rudy Gobert existed. Yes, we sure did. I realized that uh, <laughs> once we got, I was like, oh, I don't think we mentioned Rudy Gobert at all. You know, de- three-time and, defensive player of the year, whatever. <laughs> and he he took it to us, honestly, this whole game. And Evan Fournier too, which I mean, that's pretty reasonable uh, to forget Evan Fournier. Yeah, but he but scores I mean, twenty-eight to lead the game. It's and like that meme. It's seven a.m. Yeah. That meme of, uh, I think it was Bradley Beal talking to John Wall. He's like, I ain't never seen you act like this before. <laughs> and that's, that's Evan Fournier <laughs> in that game. Like, he just right to another level. <laughs> Tatum going to be looking at him at practice <laughs> when next yeah. season comes back. Like, bro. <laughs> right. Like, what, where, what are you doing, man? I'm, I'm but, pissed if I'm Jason Tatum right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where was this in the playoffs? And I'm yeah, scoring you 50. made me carry this team all by myself. <laughs> now you're beating Team USA. <laughs> Crazy. But yes, we lose to France in game one. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not the end of the world, but we haven't lost a game since 2004. Yeah, so pretty and, much is the end of the world as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, it might as well be the end of USA basketball it up. Yeah, just slow it up. I mean, come home. Bring the guys home. doesn't matter. <laughs> bring the guys home or fly LeBron out one or the other yeah one of those two make it happen the last time you said the last time they lost was in 2004 they won the bronze medal that year that's not worth it yeah and that was the the AI Marbury team um, with young LeBron that didn't get any minutes so yeah and, and honestly I can definitely see us comparing those teams if Team USA doesn't get the gold this year and being yeah. like, yeah, remember Damian Lillard? He had a really good run there where people compared him to Steph, but he flamed out pretty quick after that 04 or after that 2021 Olympics. Yep. Yep. So we got to get rid of him quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know uh, at least one team that would be willing to take him off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but next game against Iran, if we lose that one. Oh, no. Uh, I'm not even kidding. Just go ahead and leave. Like, that's not even a joke. <laughs> I can't uh, lie, Drew. I can't name an Iranian basketball player. I, I was about to look up their roster. I, I don't know any of them either. No disrespect <laughs> to Iran, but not really known as the uh, wellspring of NBA talent over there in the Middle East. Uh, they lost is- to the Czech Republic in their first game, so... Okay, that's probably a good sign for us. We need a good yeah. win where we win by like 80. You know what I mean? Like a 60-point yeah. win. Like we go we on a 42-point run. We definitely need to like uh, pick me up like that. Honestly, we're if we the, win and it's close, uh, I don't know. And, and they're playing Zach Levine crunch time minutes against France. It's like, what is Greg Popovich doing? Yeah, that's another thing I saw. Is Greg Popovich cooked? That seems to be what a lot of people think. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't help your players missing four straight open threes. Oh, uh, yeah, at the end of the to game. lose the game. Oh, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, they won. Nope. Oh, they're gonna win. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't you kind of know after the Kevin Durant miss that Drew Holiday was definitely not gonna hit from the corner? Oh yeah, if you're trusting in a Drew Holiday three to save you, then I mean. I can yeah. I can pretty much guess what's going to go on there. Kind of done. Isn't he a little bit tired from, you know, playing in the NBA Finals a week ago? Yeah, seriously. You think he, they would, like, give him a little bit, give him a little bit off something. Like, don't put the freaking world on his shoulders. This first game. Zach Levine. Yeah, okay. Well, 
Hey, I'll work on that. We got we got Chris this week. Let's see if we can get Greg Popovich in uh, for next week's episode. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable jump to make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is a big <laughs> movie guy, so I bet we could sneak him in. Oh yeah. Be like, hey, Greg, want to come on our podcast and talk about movies, and then introduce him, and then just bombard him with crap about <laughs> U.S. USA. What are you doing, man? <laughs> We're not here to talk about movies. Forget the movies. <laughs> um. All right, that's good for ranting on Team USA for now. Uh, I'm sure if, if we lose Iran, we'll be doing plenty more ranting next week. Uh, Gosh, I kind of hope we do. That'd be kind of funny. I mean, at this yeah. point, my hopes are already so low for this team. It would just be kind of funny to see them yeah. lose Iran. If we beat Iran, we better win the gold medal. If we lose Iran, that's just funny. I went yeah. I, okay. One more thing. I looked up their their roster. Um, yeah, there's gotta be one. Looks like they have a Samad Nick Barami. Uh, of course, how could we forget about him? Yeah, true. Uh, dominant, dominant. Uh, yeah. Oh, they actually got a guy that went to Satan Hall. Uh, Aaron. Oh. Jeremy Poor. Oh, uh, probably. Probably butchering that name. I'm sorry, um, but you know, some it's probably pretty solid, close, yeah. solid, solid guys we forgot about on the Iran uh, national team. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Looking like a close one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I got one guy that graduated from Seton Hall. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a that's a college I've heard of before in the that's NCAA true. tournament. They got like that pirate as their logo. <laughs> Definitely the pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like perennially like a eight or nine seed. So, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Anyway, back to the NBA. This is the good NBA podcast. Let's talk about some more trades. We've talked about Ben Simmons a few times. Uh, the team has come out and said, you know, they're. they're willing to wait to trade him, basically. They want at least an all star caliber player in return. And uh, since that, Golden State has pretty much said, yeah, we are out. Uh, not going to yeah, go that all in on Ben Simmons, which I think is fair for them uh, wanting to win next year. But Yeah, they, um, they got nobody to give up. And then the Wolves, apparently, the Timberwolves apparently really want Ben Simmons, but they don't want to include D'Angelo Russell in any package to get him. So, And obviously they're not going to trade Anthony Edwards. So I'm just wondering how in the world they could ever think it would be possible to land Ben Simmons. Wait, they won't even trade D'Angelo Russell? No, they said they, they're not going to include him in a package. So it's like, that's okay, gross. We're, we're just not going to talk to Minnesota anymore, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like that doesn't even make any I, sense. Yeah, that's like, if you're the Sixers, you're offended. You're like, well, we didn't even want D'Angelo Russell, first of all. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I'm glad he's off the table for you. We know Cat and Ben Simmons are uh, Warzone players together, so this would be good. Their sync, yeah. their schedules will be synced up, uh, so they don't have to worry about you know <laughs> playing Atlanta the next day or something. Oh boy, that one, that soundbite sure came back to uh, bite him, didn't it? <laughs> it really did. It really did. I wonder if he thinks about that one. Probably not. He probably doesn't think about basketball at all right now. True. He's, he's probably thinking about his Australian uh, milk commercials that he's in. <laughs> Australian milk commercials and <laughs> playing Warzone, I think, is what yeah. he's got on, on the dome. So Not trying to become the next uh, three-point shooting champion. I wish, I wish that part of that quote that you sent me would have been true. Just see that kind yeah, of motivation. That was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> uh, other stuff for Ben Simmons. Uh, there have been talks with the Kings, but apparently the Kings uh, don't want to include De'Aaron Fox in any trade talks. So uh, I don't think I don't see anything moving forward in that area either. Really. Uh, yeah. Although, I mean, maybe if you get Bagley and Halliburton, but. Yeah, maybe. Still, if you're <laughs> Sixers, that's kind of gross. I mean, just the fact that, you know, Ben Simmons is a three-time All-Star. He's NBA All-Defensive Team. He was Defensive Player of the Year runner-up this year. 
Yes, he had bad playoffs, yeah. but that doesn't negate all that stuff that I just said. And then you got De'Aaron Fox, who is 23, and that's the only thing you can attach to his name. <laughs> like, Yeah, <laughs> he's fast. And ben Simmons is only 24. So, <laughs> Yeah. So you can't even say you're getting younger and getting off the deal. Uh, it right. really, if you trade Ben Simmons at this point, you're just trying to make Embiid happy. Yeah. So I and think it, t- it says a lot. Top two targets, obviously, they want to target Dame. They want to target Beal if the, either of those guys are available. But as I mentioned earlier, neither of them have officially come out and requested a trade. So uh, I don't. I think there, I think there's a good chance that Simmons is still on the Sixers when the uh, season starts. Even though that's not that's not the narrative I see on like Twitter and other like. NBA media spheres like people still have this expectation that he's going to be gone by the next season but just from all these trade rumors and things that like all these pieces that other teams don't want to give up for Simmons like I can very easily see him still with us next year yeah it's hard to make a deal especially on an asset that's you know fluctuates so much like Ben Simmons so right we will see. I mean, Daryl Morey is very good at his job. I'll say that. Yes. And he's so always pulled through before. So, I can't see. He won't make a bad deal. It's crazy to think we would have had James Harden if the Rockets owner didn't have, like, bad blood towards Morey for leaving. So, because, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure we were willing to offer, like, Simmons, Diable, other stuff for Harden. And they said no. Yeah. And that would have been pretty good. And that would have been Maury pretty much keeping Harden with him. Yeah. Too. And that would have been good. That would have been better for the Rockets than whatever situation they're in right now because they're just a mess. I dodged a bullet there, though, if you're a Sixers fan. Because oh, yeah. maybe, I, I, maybe we just make it to the season and Ben Simmons comes back hungry and he's 24 and he really just has a good year and kind of gets him back on track. I can see that happening yeah. for sure. I'm really hoping and praying that is the case. Uh, whenever we didn't land the Harden trade, I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's cool. I'm glad we got to keep Ben Simmons. Uh, he's been getting better. We'll see how this progresses. And then after that Hawks game, I was just like, get this bum off my team. I hate this guy <laughs> with a burning passion. But since then, I've cooled down a little bit. And, you know, I'm ready to be hurt again. That's the life of a 76ers fan. Unfortunately. Uh, other trade news. For we uh, and that the Lakers, like I said earlier, chasing a veteran point guard. We talked about maybe Chris Paul, maybe uh, Westbrook. One other guy that they've been linked to is Kyle Lowry, been linked to several teams actually. Uh, sure. Does not look like he'll be with the Raptors. Uh, what do you think about Lowry? What do you think is a most reasonable landing spot for him? I guess. A lot of teams I can see will go after Lowry. I could see him maybe being like a Celtic this year. I could see him going with DeRozan somewhere this year. Um, that would be cool. I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, notorious best friends, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, who have the best commercials together, if you've ever seen them. Yeah. <laughs> Just phenomenal. Um, I could see I could see him being a Laker at the end of the year. Maybe, maybe even like a Clipper. They they'll need to refuel too. Um, but I don't know. He's thirty six. I'd I'd rather have Chris Paul for sure, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Especially just the way you've seen Chris Paul go to all these different teams, and just the way he's raised their success levels. So. So, like, just blatantly, I mean, like we said before, no way that Thunder team should have been in the playoffs taking the Rockets to seven games last year. Uh, But, you know, Chris Paul still chasing that ring. I think uh, if he made it to the Lakers, that'd probably be his best chance to win. Uh, But Lowry to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Lowry to the Lakers also still a possibility, but it also came out that Lowry is looking for a three-year, ninety million dollar range deal. So that might cool the waters on the Lowry market a little bit. I think Orlando, it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like that's a that's a lot of uh, that's a big commitment for a guy that's thirty-six. 
That's Although huge. I gave it to him. He, he doesn't seem like he's 36. Like I keep getting surprised every time I'm reminded that he's that old. But he's been around for a while. But uh, yeah. Any other uh, any other trades that we haven't brought up that you really want to get into? I don't know. I don't have any other big names going anywhere. Where are the Miami Heat? We always see Pat Riley here and them doing something. What are they doing? I did see something earlier about them uh, hoping maybe in the Lowry, uh, get putting their names in to get uh, Kyle Lowry. But okay, uh, I, I saw that they were reluctant to include Tyler Hero in any of those talks. So not sure if they're going to I feel like if they're going to trade for like a proven vet, any team that's going to be trading with them is going to want Hero probably. So yeah. Seems that'll pretty be, fair trade to me. That'll be tough for for them to get that those talks off the ground if they're not willing to include him. Which, you know, after the bubble, I mean, he really hasn't shown that much, has he? Oh, for sure. He had an awful year this year. Yeah. Um, shooting numbers were down. Minutes were down. Yeah, he's... I don't know. He's His type of player doesn't really turn into... Um, what what they thought it was going to be, yeah. Like this great this great scorer, he really is probably going to be more like a JJ Redick type player. Yeah. So if, I mean, if you're the Heat and you're wanting to do like a sign and trade to get Lowry, um, why wouldn't you be if if the Raptors want Hero? Like, I don't feel like that should be a sticking point for you. Like, if you got the opportunity to pair Lowry with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, you know that definitely is going to improve your team for the next at least two years. For sure. I mean, I don't think that changes where they're at really too much. doesn't move the needle, but they'll still be a good team because those are good players. Right. Um, I want to see Lowry and DeRozan together, though. I'll, I'll say that again. More than anything, I want to see them together. Yeah, Lowry's not coming to uh, Philly for a reasonable price. Uh, I'll be on that train as well. <laughs> hey, why not pick up both if you're Philly? You know, need you some think? scoring. Drop, drop Kirk Moss. I don't know, man. The he's he's just so good on his good nights and so bad on his bad nights. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like I, I just. <laughs> Rather watch somebody shoot seventeen footers all day. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously joking. I'd rather have the cork moss dunks are pretty great. Lowry on the team. <laughs> but uh, one last piece of trade. <laughs> this is trade news. This is just more of a funny thing that I saw. Uh, the Lakers have apparently reached out to pretty much every team offering uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope and Kyle Kuzma. Uh, just trying to get them on the team. So, uh, what do you He's think about the 2K that? Two K trade finder. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they like, tried that. Uh, we can offer you blood so. Yeah. Right. Kuzma and KCP in uh, uh, Memphis next year. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is that a state com that you're suggesting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. That'd be pretty funny. Did you see when Kuzma said that he views himself on the same level as Jason Tatum? Something happened, Drew. Dang. I said, yep. uh, did you see did you see where Kuzma said he sees himself on the same level as Jason Tatum? That's a real quote. Yeah. Is that a recent quote? Or is that like when they Uh, both came in the league? No, I'm pretty sure he just put that out a couple days ago. Oh my uh, gosh. Look that up. Make sure I'm not uh, getting my wires crossed. But I'm pretty sure he just said that recently. (laughs) The Jason Tatum? The uh, 17-year-old always Jason Tatum. Yep, three wow. days ago, Lakerside Chats podcast, uh, Kyle Kuzma believes he is a similar talent to Jason Tatum. 
Well, that's, good luck that's with that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, you still like the confidence, but yeah, of course, you gotta be confident in yourself. But ooh, yeah, I mean, I could say I'm as good as Jason Tatum, and that's almost <laughs> as crazy of a thing to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, uh, you got anything else you want to dive into before we get out of here today? Yeah, I think we get out of here having the little internet troubles. Uh, thanks for sticking with us this episode. Yes, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, like I said earlier, some more things coming down the pipeline for next season sports media. Some uh, Twitch action going on, hopefully. Uh, Jacob already streams on Twitch. You can follow him on Twitch. Uh, Ghostwood GG. Um, there you go. Yep. And as always, you know, NFL is, is still pumping out. We're still doing an episode a week. So, this uh, next upcoming episode, we will be talking about the Southern Divisions. So, the AFC South and the NFC South. Um, so, be nice. sure to tune into that. Yeah, that should be dropping on Wednesday. So, go ahead over and listen to that when you're done listening to this one, if it's out. If not, you got something to look forward to. Um, other than that, you know, just uh, keep keep tuning in every week. Thank you for your support, and uh, just go out and uh, be good to people. And uh, that's all I got to say. That's very sweet. Y'all be easy. Yeah.